0: Welcome to Catholic Money Talk where we talk about all things money and finance and we try to do it through a lens of being Catholic where our ultimate goal is to one day be in heaven with the Lord. I am your host Paul Scarphone. Thank you for being here today. Today we're going to talk about handling variable or unpredictable income but before we do that let's start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We ask you for all the grace and wisdom that we need to face the challenges or circumstances we find ourselves in. We know that you love us and that you have a great plan for us. Allow us to yield to your Holy Spirit. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So variable and unpredictable income can be tough, to manage, it presents a lot of challenges. And that's whether you're a commissioned salesperson, maybe you're a part-time worker, or there's some seasonality to your work, or maybe you're self-employed. Creating a plan to handle a roller coaster of income is important, and there are three key components to this type of plan. The first is savings. Creating a savings fund that can help supplement a thinner month's income uh, or a lower season of income is key. The second is to prioritize your expenses. You can only plan to spend the money that you have coming in. Without a prioritized spending plan, you can find yourself quickly digging into a hole. And then lastly, you need to avoid lifestyle creep. Now, we're gonna dive into all three of these components today, and we'll start with the first one, savings. So let's look at savings. When we have variable, or unpredictable income, we need to say be able to set aside some savings during those higher times of income that can help fund the income in the lower moments. Uh, I think of the story in the Bible in Genesis, the story of Joseph and Pharaoh, when Joseph interprets Pharaoh's dream about the seven years of bountiful harvest followed then by seven years of severe famine. And Joseph tells Pharaoh that he's got to store up food during those first seven years, so that they can draw on that storage for food during the time of famine. Now, we might not have seven years of big income, and thankfully many of us will never experience seven years of great need, but most of us, if you're in this variable income stage, we might have three months of higher income followed by maybe three or six months of lower income, or whatever the highs and lows of our field, our career are, we need to take advantage of those high times to prepare for the lows. So to do that, we need to save. We need to establish a savings account for the purpose of preparing for unpredictable income. And we're going to plan to save in that account when income is good and pull from that account when income may be less. Now this is a separate savings account from your emergency fund or maybe long-term savings, retirement, future purchases. This is solely for this variable income, this unpredictable income, okay? And in that account, we want to maintain the right amount. And the right amount is going to be different for everyone. So let's just look at an example. I made this up so that we can speak about it. Sometimes having an example is just easier to understand the concept. So let's say you're financial compensation at work, it consists of a salary, a small salary plus commissions. Your salary, let's say it's 30000 per year. So that breaks down to 2500 per month. And maybe you've been in the job for a few years and you kind of have a sense of you know, what you can earn at least in a month. And so maybe that least amount of commission in a month you've ever earned is $1,500. You also know that during the busy season you've made, let's say, as much as 16000 in one month in commission. But during those four busy months of the year, you average about $9,000 a month. For those other eight months, those lower times, the average is closer to $3,000 a month. So in my example here, when you do all the math, it comes out to about a $90,000 annual income. And you can play with these numbers to make it a little different. But my point here is that the income is 90, and only 30, technically, is guaranteed. So how do you plan? How do you budget? Well, since we know the lowest commission that they've ever experienced, you have ever experienced is 1,500 in a month, I would suggest that we can probably count on that, right? So that's 1,500 in commission plus the $2,500 in monthly salary. That's a pretty solid 4,000 per month that we could probably count on. So that's the low right An average of the month based on this information is fifty five hundred right I got that from all the other numbers i I went through before so those averages during the not the busy four months but the other eight is fifty five hundred a month that's twenty five hundred from the salary plus I mentioned that three thousand was the commission in those lighter months right so 3000 plus 2500 is 5500. So that's for 8 of those months. Now if we look at the big months during the busy season, the average bigger months, those are over 11000. Okay? Of total income. So that's the 9000 that you've had in commission per month during those busier times plus the 2500 salary. So that 11000, that's more than double those other months. So you could create a plan where you save 4,000 a month during those four bigger months, and that would give you 16,000 in the savings account to use to cover the smaller months. So there were potentially eight smaller months, so that gives you about 2,000 a month from this savings account to help fund those other months. And I'm sorry, you have to bear with me a little bit with this example. It's hard to do numbers solely on audio, but you should be able to grasp the concept, right? We're gonna save up in those richer times, sometimes it's months, sometimes it's quarters, you know, but in those times to cover the poorer times, the lesser times, right? So that's the first component of being able to handle variable and unpredictable income is create a savings account, a savings fund that you build it up during those rich months, and you draw on it during those poor months. Right? The next component, the second component to handling unpredictable income, is to prioritize your expenses. So having a budget, a monthly budget, will help to accomplish prioritizing your ex- expenses. Needs are at the top, right? Items like, and we, we've covered this, items like food, shelter, clothing, transportation and work, those are your top needs. You need them to be able to exist and, and be. And then your wants will fall below them, and you can prioritize them as well. You know, wants are like eating out, vacations, hobbies, maybe subscription subscriptions, entertainment, stuff like that. Those all come after your needs. And if you're married, it is very important that you and your spouse agree on the priorities for these items. Okay. Then when you create your budget each month, you you start with a reasonable guess of what the income will be, right? That's what we just kind of talked about. But then based on that, we have to go down. Our list of needs. And if we're able to cover all of our needs, great. And there's money left, then we can start on the wants. And we do this every month, whether it's a richer month or poorer month. And on those richer months, one of those needs is going to be setting money aside for the poorer months. Right? One of the things I like to do when I deal with some variable income, and I've I've had it never super drastically, but over the years, when I was back in the bank, you know, we had a budget that basically would cover mostly everything except like our property taxes. And so those things were items that I would cover on my quarterly bonuses, right? And I had a reasonable assessment of what my quarterly bonus could look like, right? And one of the things I like to do is to plan to pay some of the annual expenses in those richer months. It just, it helps to alleviate the budget in some of those lesser months, those poorer months. And items I've tried to pay in, in annual payments are things like, like certain subscriptions, uh, car insurance, life insurance, maybe even funding vacation or tuition for the kid's school. And some of those items are actually cheaper if you can pay for them all at once. Now, just a little side note here. I don't love to just kind of like bulk fund retirement, right? And to me... I think that sh- as, as much as it can be, we should try to make that a monthly contribution uh, any time of like our long-term investing because you'll gain from the benefit of dollar cost averaging. And uh, dollar cost averaging is a huge, huge plus uh, to, invest- to an investing strategy. I might need to explain it more in a future episode. But just know that your investing yields are the best when you have a regular consistent strategy. As opposed to just going into the investing heavily on occasion, right? So now getting back to prioritizing expenses. Outside of our regular household budget items, you want to make sure you're also funding savings for uh, large, uh, for you know large future purchases, long term savings, uh, retirement. And create a list of those goals and figure out how much you need to contribute towards them. Then when you have those moments of higher income and you're able to put a little extra towards them, you can do that. This will also help keep you from experiencing lifestyle creep. So that is the third component. Avoid lifestyle creep. Now, I spoke about lifestyle creep in might have been two of my first three episodes I've done with the podcast. It was earlier this year. But we're going to look at it today from the perspective of having unpredictable or variable income. So, lifestyle creep is what happens when our income increases and then we allow our lifestyle to increase and consume that additional income. It's usually the result of not having a plan. But for all of us, it's really something that happens pretty naturally. And it usually happens that when we expend. When we expand our lifestyle during times of higher income, we don't really consider if this income is going to last or not. And in those moments, we might buy a more expensive home, take on a larger car payment, maybe take out a loan for a home project. Many of those I don't recommend, right? But we'll make decisions with those bigger income numbers. I've seen a lot of people do it. They commit to a set of monthly payments because they think they've got room, right? And... They make a commitment to these additional expenses. And then the problem is that these items create stress on the budget. And if and when our income dips, even if it's for a short time, it can put us into a big financial mess. So plan for less income, hope for more income, particularly when you're dealing with these variable or unpredictable income situations. A good analogy for lifestyle creep is when we moved right? When my wife, Tara and I, when we got married, we were in a one bedroom apartment. Three years later, we moved to a three bedroom apartment. We needed a few trips in my small compact SUV to move all of our stuff. Moving was easy, because we didn't have a lot of stuff. Because when we wanted to buy something, we would just say we can't, we don't have room for it. It was pretty simple. But two years later, we bought our first home. So we're coming out of this three bedroom apartment now, right? And it was a modest one bathroom, four small bedroom home, had a small yard, unfinished basement. When we moved in, I had to borrow my friend's trailer and make a couple trips with all of our stuff. 10 years later, right? So we're in that home for 10 years. We did have five kids, right? Over that time, we bought a slightly larger house, this time with four bathrooms, still had four bedrooms, they were a little bit bigger. This had a finished basement and a garage, when we moved, we needed a portable storage pod. We needed a storage unit, and we needed a 26-foot moving truck. We had a ton of stuff. We had to get the storage pod, and it sat in our driveway because we had to empty out the house. Our realtor recommended empty out the house so it doesn't look so jam-packed, right? We don't want it to look like seven people live there because it would, it would feel smaller. Get rid of some of the stuff, make it look more spacious. So we had a big portable storage unit, pod i think it was 12 feet long maybe we had a big storage unit probably 10 foot by 10 foot then we had this huge 26 foot moving truck and they were all filled we had a ton of stuff again we did have five kids then when we started out but what happened was we we constantly just accumulated stuff and expanded to fill our space no we are not hoarders we're like everyone else We had an extra room. We called an office. We got a desk for it, a chair, a lamp, a rug. We got a larger living room. We got a larger sofa and an armchair. We, you know, quote unquote, furnished the house. And the example is much like our income and our lifestyle. Most of us are going to expand our lifestyle as our income increases. And it's not wrong to do that, but we need to have a plan. The big challenge when you have variable income or unpredictable income is that we can end up making financial decisions in those fatter months with greater income without thinking of the thinner months. Or worse, we can just completely forget that thinner months are even a thing and we just go off into la-la land thinking that our high point of income is where we'll be forever. And it's funny how many of us can tend to think we need to do less planning when income is good? Like as if budgeting and planning are only for those with you know lower incomes. I remember I had a client once, I asked him what his goals were. He said his goal was to make so much money he never had to budget again. I said, that's crazy. No matter what income level you're at, you always need to budget. You always need a plan. You always need a process to ensure that you're on the plan. It doesn't matter how many zeros are in your income. So when it comes to variable and unpredictable income, Defending against lifestyle creep is key. A great rule of thumb is to budget your lifestyle based on the lower amount of income that you might expect, and that's going to look different for everyone based on their situation. Your lower amount of income might only be enough to cover basic needs, like food, shelter, clothing, transportation, work. For others, you might be able to include some wants and maybe even some luxuries. But this approach, it will allow those bigger income months to really feel like a boost. Those are the three key components, and there are a few more depending on your situation. If you're married and your spouse has a regular income, that can help. Or maybe my example is not accurate to your situation. Maybe you're in a spot where your numbers are five to ten times the example I gave. Good for you. Your challenges are going to be a little different. Maybe you just need to get a different career. Or maybe you're just starting in your field and you need to work a part-time job while you build up a client base and increase your income. All of those will be different components that you need to consider. But whatever your situation is, having a plan is key. Prayerfully creating a plan to give, save, and spend is how we're called to be good stewards of what God has given us. I hope this has been helpful. Please let me know if there's any questions. You can reach out to me through the link in the podcast episode description. Thank you for joining me today. God bless. Thank you for listening to Catholic Money Talk. I hope you join us again next time. Please click subscribe in your podcast app to get notified of new episodes. God bless you and have a great day.